Attention, please. Eastern Airlines Flight 19, now ready for departure. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're entering the vacation kingdom of the world. There's enough land here to hold all the ideas and plans we could possibly imagine. We call it Epcot. will be our experimental prototype city of tomorrow. Welcome to another episode of the Retro Disney World Podcast. Taking you back to the vacation kingdom of the world, the way it was, and the way it is in your memories. Well, welcome everybody to a very special episode of the Retro Disney World Podcast. This is a pre-show to RetroCon, which is coming up in just a short few days here. Uh, this is your host, Todd McCartney, and sitting with me in with me tonight, as always, is uh, JT Couser. How are you, JT? Good, Todd. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, how Bowers? Aloha. Aloha from his new office. And uh, Brian P. Miles from Bluebell, Pennsylvania. How are you, Brian? Greetings and salutations. There we are. So it's Labor Day. Uh, we are done laboring for the year, and here we are. And we've decided to put together a short bonus podcast here, uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the upcoming uh, things that we're going to be doing on the podcast, some new things that we've got. Uh, Brian's going to go over RetroCon, as, as we mentioned uh, talk about some new films that we just restored and update you on some of our uh, little projects that we've been doing on the side. So, um, Brian, why don't you, uh, you know, tell the listeners here a little bit about what, what RetroCon is. Uh, it's going on, I know, September 12th and 13th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. Um, you're going to be there. We've got some neat things that we're doing. We've got some stuff we're selling. So give them a, give a little idea of what, what we're going to be there doing there. All right. All right. Thanks, Todd. Uh, we had booked or I had booked a table uh, probably nine or ten months ago before we started the podcast uh, just with an idea of, well, I'll do something there. Um, RetroCon started. Um, this is the fourth or fifth one. And each year it's gotten bigger and bigger. Uh, if you've been to any of these kind of uh, pop culture uh, fan conventions, uh, you know, Comic-Con's obviously the big one. Uh, but they've started to spring up regionally, and this is one that's really grown by leaps and bounds since it started. Uh, so it is a uh, pop culture and memorabilia show that caters to anything considered retro, but they especially focus uh, on the 80s and Transformers, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, He-Man, you know, video games. Uh, there's over 200 tables of collectibles and art for sale. They have special guests, video games, uh, costume contests, raffles, trivia, uh, really, you name it. There's panels. There's very cool panels that they have. And there is some terrific cosplay there. I took my nephew uh, two years ago dressed as a stormtrooper, and I think he managed to get pictures with virtually every character in the Star Wars universe from just different fans who had been there. Uh, dressed up as different things, terrific R2-D2 interaction and Darth Vader and really anything you can think of. This year on Saturday, uh, they have a panel featuring uh, characters, people who worked on the show, uh, the cartoon Mask, uh, oh, I which was that, the yeah. mobile what something. something. I know the last word was command and it started with it a like K. generic Transformers kind of like that sort of thing. No, Mask had these little mini characters. They yeah, were, Mask was yeah. more on the G.I. Joe. Yeah. 
size or size size and type of thing that it was in terms of the of the show i wish i could remember what mass stands for i had the toys i don't remember the show yeah we're gonna get some hate mail on that but um and how's how's got it there mobile armored strike command and command is spelled with a k yeah right (laughs) what i remember the most about it is that uh robot chicken uh, did a did a like a one minute sketch of their uh, of their theme song, and one of the lines is "Mask." Don't they know command doesn't start with a K? And it's, it's, that's what I always think of when I hear "Mask." Because awesome. I just remember laughing at midnight one night watching that. Brian, you've been there before. The number of people that are attending that are you know there for Disney fans or you know dressed up in Disney costumes or, or Disney bounding. Do you see that as well there? Or? We're, we're blazing a trail here, Todd. Now, you All do right. see people from Disney studio-produced movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do see people cosplay from, from some of the live-action stuff, not, you know, not the Dean Jones slapstick-type comedy stuff. Right. Uh, but from the big studio picks that they do today, you'll, you'll occasionally see people dress like that. But we're blazing a trail here trying to introduce uh, the, the uh, stuff that we focus on uh, here, here at the show, and expand. We're not the only people. I mean, there's there's other podcasts that appear there that focus on different aspects of the retro pop culture. Uh, but we're really a lot of what we're trying to do here is uh, first we're going to have some cool stuff on display, some cool stuff for my collection and the collection of a couple of friends. Uh, so some cool retro items there. We'll have some retro items for sale. Uh, some of the stuff that I may have duplicates of, or maybe need to clear out to make room for new retro stuff. Uh, and, uh, we'll be running a sample film for everybody to show what our, ret- what our restoration efforts do when we take, a, uh, an original film and then restore it, color correct it digitally in high definition. Yeah. We've got a great side-by-side comparison that shows Ooh. exactly what the film looked like when we received it. And then, uh, right next to it is the fully restored version of the film. So people can see how, as Brian pointed out, the color restoration, the removal of the dust and scratches and, it, uh, it's quite eye-opening if people haven't seen it before. Yes. So one of the things I've learned from emails and stuff that we've gotten from from listeners is that there's actually a lot of them in the region. And I'd say, uh, you know, Oaks, Pennsylvania is probably 25 minutes on the highway outside of Philadelphia um, from the metropolitan area. And I'd say, you know, Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, some parts of Maryland, uh, it's, it's no more than an hour, hour and a half drive. Uh, if you're looking for something to do this coming weekend, uh, as I said, there are thousands and thousands of people that come to this thing. Uh, you know, when I, when I started, it was like some guy started in his garage. Uh, so you went you, and you went to a really small area and there might've been 50 vendors there. Uh, there's over 200 vendor tables now and just a ton more. I mean, the general Lee's there, the, the kit from Knight Rider, uh, the mystery machine. I mean, these are full-size vehicles that are there on display. Uh, really cool raffles and stuff like that. But uh, part of what we're looking to do too is, uh, you know, meet some of you that do listen to the show. Uh, and the added bonus for anybody who listens to the show uh, or who follows us on Twitter, because we'll we'll put this out on Twitter as well and Facebook. If you do come by the show, stop by the table and say hello, and you mention the secret password, uh, we will give you. Uh, details so that you can get early access to our next podcast, uh, exclusive early access, yeah. which we'll talk about a little later in the show. Yep. But the secret password is Roy's cabin. Oh, that's right. There we go. So if you remember that, find uh, find Brian at the retro 
Disney World table at uh, RetroCon. And and uh, what are the out? When's this running, Brian? On, on Saturday. So that's Sunday? this weekend, which is uh, Saturday and Sunday, September twelfth and thirteenth. It's uh, Saturday. It runs from nine a.m. to five p.m. Sunday, it's nine to four. Tickets are eighteen dollars uh, for Saturday, fifteen on Sunday. If you have kids twelve and under, they are free with a paying adult. With as you bring ten kids with one paying adult, and they get in for free. It is cash only at the ticket booth, but there is an ATM there. But hey, we're retro, so That's we right. carry cash, right? You can check it all out at their website, uh, get all the details. It is retrocons with an S on the end, plural, dot com. So that's R-E-T-R, I'm sorry, R-E-T-R-O-C-O-N-S dot com. And I really do hope to meet some of you out there. Yeah, it'd be great to see you there. And uh, JT, you're going to try to make it there as well, right? Yeah, it's a lock. I'll be there. Excellent. Whoa! So look this at that. Is, I'm Extra finding bonus. this out live with our listeners. Live on the air. Brian and JT will will be there at RetroCon coming this this we'll be, coming we'll Saturday. We'll be touring Philadelphia and yep. the retro world. I've got a couple items that I'm going to send down to Brian for display, and uh, I may even have a couple extras that we can uh, uh, give away as well. And um, why not do this, Brian? I'm going to give you a, a something to do there too. I'm going to send down one of our well known. 3D printed coasters. Whoa. Very giveaway. Cool. So, why don't we say uh, a random, pick it out random. Uh, I don't know how you want to do it, but uh, I'll send down one of those coasters. You give that away as well. Perfect. And Over we may uh, we may add a couple more items to yeah. a uh, to a free raffle there uh, because exactly. uh, I have a couple of really cool things that I'd love to put in the hands of some of our listeners. So, there's incentive enough. You get to meet half, 50% of your hosts for, the, right. for the event. You get to see some cool stuff. Probably check out a film that you haven't noticed before that we've had up there and see the side-by-side restorations. There's a lot of stuff going on there, and I'm going to stop pimping this thing and, and so we can move on and tell you about some other cool stuff going on with the podcast. But I really do hope to see some of you guys. Now, is the film going to be played on a TV VCR combo unit? Because that would <laughs> it's, be perfect. It's one of those ones that actually gets wheeled in when the TV is <laughs> on a cart. strapped. On a cart. Yeah. Just like cart. at school. Yep. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, every 25 minutes, Brian has to pause. He has to be kind. And rewind. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll be doing it on a. Uh, on, we'll be just projecting it for eight millimeter film. That's It'll right. be great. Yeah. All right. All right. So. All right. Well, thanks, Brian. I, I hope uh, everybody can get down and, and meet you guys. And uh, great to hear from our listeners if they do attend and, and uh, let us know what you thought. So we wanted to give you guys, uh, our listeners out there, a little bit of an idea of what we're going to be doing for the next couple episodes. Um, so we're going to kind of give you a, a teaser here. Um, Later this month, uh, the September episode uh, is going to be titled First Things First. Now, we did go back and talk uh, about uh, Disney MGM Studios on the very first day, and that led to a little bit of um, uh, different kinds of uh, research that we were doing. And before you knew it, we had collected a lot of different things that happened the very first time at Walt Disney World. Um, We have uh, two very special guests coming on the show that were actually at the Magic Kingdom on opening day uh, on their honeymoon. They're going to be joining us. Uh, We also did some really interesting research that came out as a result of old news articles. Um, I found one, and how you found one too, right? One of the, the, this is about the first families that came to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. There's some wacky stuff that went on, um, and we're we're gonna talk about that. Then also, we've got a lot of requests for the Stolport and how you did some research on that. And uh, I know you've you've got a little bit of information on that as well, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. 
Now, the interesting part is that we're going to blow your minds a little bit is that the Stolport was not the first airport on property. So we're actually going to talk about the very first airport on Walt Disney World property, which was not the one that everybody is thinking of. Um, so that's definitely coming up uh, next uh, next month. And we'll also be uh, reviewing a new film, uh, one that we just released, uh, which is which is the River Country film. And we're going to talk about that in a couple minutes. Now, <clears throat> the next interesting episode, or one that we've got penned in, inked in, so to speak, is our Christmas episode. And Brian, I'm going to turn it over to you because I know you are, it's like Christmas in July. You, ha- you had to start last two months ago, right? <laughs> well, Christmas never ends for me. That's true. That's as true. my, as you know, when I, when I prep for uh, a planned move next year, I start looking at my worldly belongings and I think Christmas decorations outnumber anything else by about a three to one margin. Uh, so uh, Christmas is kind of my thing. And, uh, yeah, w- this actually came from a listener suggested topic. We got an email from a listener named Rob Hinkle, uh, early on after one of our first episodes yeah. where we solicit all of you to send in your ideas. And, uh, he said, I'd really love to know what was done over the years because there isn't really a great resource for that. So uh, I'm attempting to become that resource. Uh, we'll be looking at the first decade of Christmas uh, season at Walt Disney World. So that'll be up until be- you know, right before Epcot opened uh, because Epcot at Christmas and its history over the last 30 plus years is really its own uh, its its own entity. I mean, we're really that that that'll deserve it's an, an entire episode for things that have come and gone from Epcot Center. Uh, but we'll be looking at the uh, the decorations and shows in the parks, uh, the candlelight processionals, original staging locations versus when it moved to Epcot, the live nativity that they used to have at the Lake Buena Vista shopping village. We've got some really cool stuff on that. Uh, that you know, Christmas parades that they've that have come and gone over the years, early celebrations in the resorts. <clears throat> And one of the reasons I'm previewing this uh, episode now is because there is scant material on it. Right, right. And so if you have keepsakes, photos, films, or memories as a guest, or especially if you were a cast member uh, in those early years during the holidays, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, just email us at podcast at retrodisneyworld.com, or later in the show, we're going to tell you how you can call us. That's right. So thank you. Yeah, and so, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Brian's all ready for this one, so that will be coming this December. All right, so we're going to go over listener mail. Um, we're not going to call out anything in particular here. We're saving those for the next episode, but we just wanted to um, extend a, a, you know, a little bit of thank you to all of our listeners out there. Um, the amount of email that we've been receiving and coming in from not only through Twitter and Facebook and, and, and emailing us directly, uh, nothing but short of fantastic. Um, there's been fantastic stories coming in, interesting photos, um, new insight from some older cast members. Uh, you know, like we said on the previous podcast, there's so much coming in. We can't read everybody on the air, um, but please do keep it coming because not only uh, are you sharing these memories with us, uh, on top of that, you're sparking ideas for us, helping us do research. Uh, you may just say one thing, and, and that prompts us to go off and start digging and 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 going through. And JT, you you know you run out to the mailbox every month, every week, every day. Uh, you you see it all coming in. 
Yeah, the one that the thing that I think is the coolest to me, at least, I love hearing the cast member stories. So it's kind of one of those things. If you happen to know, like, say we have a Disney fan who's a listener, and you know somebody that did work at Disney back in this era, let them know about us, and maybe they have a interesting story to throw our way that you know something we may not might not have heard of before. So those are the cool ones, I think. Absolutely, and it really is. Uh you know, the, the, the three guys, Todd, JT, and, and Hal, uh, all have young children. Uh, and, and so we don't generally get to record this show until later in the evening once the kids are put to bed. So by the time we're done a show, it's, it's usually midnight, 1230. These guys are flagging. We're all looking to get, and it's so nice when the, when the podcast finally gets published, uh, and we start to get that feedback and that feedback really, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to make it sound like that we're running a marathon here and it's what keeps us going. You keep us going, <laughs> but it, but it, but it really does inspire us, uh, to kind of dig deeper into some of these things instead of just giving you, you know, surface information. Uh, we find out so much more from people who, well, I mean, a, a great example was, uh, when we had uh, Bill Cork uh, a few months oh, yeah. back, uh, come on and tell us all about how the, uh, the Mark Twain uh, was originally supposed to go out into uh, Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. That's I mean, right. it's it's only you would only learn about that from a firsthand account from someone who knew. It's not in a book anywhere. Exactly, exactly. So thank you to everyone who writes in. It's extremely kind, and we will try. We will endeavor to at least acknowledge you uh, when you do write in. Uh, you know, when it's four of us receiving your your emails. Uh, sometimes there's an assumption, oh, Todd will get that or I'll answer that. And then, uh, in fact, we had a great example. There's one little side story. About a month ago, uh, we had a, a, a listener write in and she had a picture of a gigantic Mickey Mouse. And uh, <laughs> she, she wanted to know about the gigantic <laughs> Mickey Mouse. And, and about three weeks passed and I came across the email again like I had marked it as, okay, and I asked the guys, hey, did any of us ever respond to this? And, and it turned out none of us had, and we felt terrible. Uh, so I quick ran out and did some, some additional research based on what I already knew, and, and we got her uh, what I think were mostly good answers to her questions. So, uh, so we do try, and don't ever hesitate to follow up if you do ask us a question and we haven't answered you. So, but thank you for yes, your, your you. cards, yeah, letters, you. telegrams, tele, telephones, and everything yeah. else that you do. And, and speaking of telephones, too, if, if you're not fond of, fond of writing on the computer or anything like that, we do have a new way uh, for you to leave a short message with your memory, a question for us, what have you. If you give a call to the, the phone number uh, 978-71-RETRO. So if you give us a call at that number, you can leave a, a message up to about three minutes in length. Uh, give us your name, email address, city and state and uh you know who knows we may put you on the air we may include your comment give you an email back if you've you know if you've got a question about something um we've already had a couple people dial in and, and leave us messages we're going to be getting them on a new segment that we're going to bring out soon called listener memories uh so 978 71 retro uh and retro spelled out is uh, 73876 so it's 978 717 Three eight seven six. So we look forward to hearing from everybody. Kids under twelve get your parents' permission before calling. Batteries not included. <laughs> no COD. Yeah. Um, one other thing we want to talk about real quick here is we mentioned that the film restoration next month. Um, we're going to be talking about a wonderful uh, river country piece that we recently restored. Not often that you come across film 
uh, from River Country. This this person not only took their camera there, they looks like they stood in water, they climbed up on the rocks, they really, really went all out there to, to film this back in 1978. It yeah, was, I mean, it has been, we've, we have released it, so if you haven't checked it out yet, yep. you should. Uh, I mean, you're talking about 10 minutes almost entirely inside uh, the River Country uh, park. It really gives you a great flavor for for what it was like. Yeah. Where's yeah. this video at? Where can they find it? Right on the RetroDisneyWorld.com uh, homepage. And uh, if you go to RetroDisneyWorld.com, there, the title of the article is Let's Whoop and Holler Again at River Country 78. So right on the you homepage, know, you'll I, see I should have asked, how have, ha, did you go to River Country? In yes, your, as, uh, in your as an Orlando local, I got to go a couple of times. All right. How was it? Did you like it? There? Yeah, it was really, I mean, was it? Being the first of its kind, of course, you know, right. prior to Wet and Wild and all the other stuff. Yeah, that was a pretty big deal. I mean, think about how much theming was it there for the for that time of the, you know, for that that time period. The oh theming, yeah, theming it was intense. There was there was literally nothing like it, and it was cool because you know it it seems kind of weird. You know, today if you came to somebody and said like, oh, we'd like to do a water park with the theme of an old fashioned swimming hole, like <laughs> you, you would get laughed out. But for for Disney at that time, it made perfect sense, especially right. with the, the attachment to River Country. But it, we didn't care because it was fun. It was water slides. Like there was no such thing before that was available to anybody. So it was great. I mean, they weren't they weren't huge, crazy, overwhelming uh, attractions like what ended up at What and Wild and some of the other uh, Disney water parks. Now there were you know there was no Dust Stuka or you know, giant 70 mile an hour thing, uh, at, at, you know, the, the 11 foot drop off of the falls and into the water was terrifying enough for, a for an eight year old, but yeah, yeah it, it, we've it got really great wonderful. footage of that one too. How raises an interesting point. I'll, I'll ask, has anyone other than me done the summit plummet at blizzard beach? Yes. Oh yeah. I have not. I did the other one next to it. What is the one that goes up and down? Crush and gush. Is that the one? The uh, crushing gusher. That's crushing gushers over at uh, Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon. At Typhoon Lagoon. Right. It's the one I, next to it. It goes down. That goes back up. I can't remember. It's okay, cool. so you, well, you're the, the only uh, one, Todd, that yeah, hasn't done it. I have not done that. All right. RetroCon 2017. <laughs> yeah. Live from Orlando. <laughs> that I was will another, say, I have no struck. intention of ever doing it again, but I did oh. do it. <laughs> See, now Blizzard Beach was another one of my opening day things I had a hit. So Ooh, I actually got to go for that episode. Yeah. It it's not quite it's, as exciting. It's no, it's not as retro yet either. Yeah. We have to, well, what's, when does, let me see. Blizzard beach was what? 95. Yes. We're coming up on it. Five ninety six. Five years from now. So yeah, we're, we're yeah, we'll get there. Pop. Stay tuned we'll folks. There. Five yeah. years. You got something to live for now. <laughs> Blizzard beach opening day. So uh, what, with the films, what we did want to bring up here is that, um, uh, we do have a new project going on. Um, just so everybody knows that, um, everything that we've done from a film restoration standpoint has been completely out of pocket. Um, not only to procure, to digitally transfer and restore the films, it's our time, it's our money. Um, and we really enjoy doing it. And there's a lot of them were some of our personal films. So we were restoring our own memories. Um, but we did procure two, uh, fantastic 16 millimeter films. Um, there is no digital version of any of these films that we know of anywhere. There's something we want to get restored. Uh, however, the cost of doing 16 millimeter film restoration and digital transfers, uh, the correct fashion that we believe these these films are entitled to, uh, is extremely expensive. And um, we've put together a, a Patreon page, uh, which is very similar to Kickstarter or Indiegogo, but it's it's more for uh, those folks that are producing something for the, in the arts. So we do have a um, 
a project set up there where you can um, pledge anywhere from five to whatever you'd like um, and, uh, and you know help us out by pledging a few dollars uh, we are almost 50 percent through uh, reaching our goal which is fantastic um, and once we reach that goal we'll, we'll be you know producing these films and restoring them and getting them transferred etc uh, you know so if, if, if you can you know give a dollar five dollars whatever you can we do give things in return um, we've got some great uh, um, things for your pledge, including your name on the air. We've got uh, Epcot Center coasters. We mentioned those earlier. Um, early access to this podcast. So if you love this podcast, you want to get it a week early, every every month for a year, that's in there. Um, early access to our films that we're restoring, special access to the 16 millimeter films when they actually, when we, when we complete the project. A lot, a lot of great stuff. So, um, uh, if you can, please visit RetroDisneyWorld.com forward slash films, and uh, you'll be taken to our Patreon uh, page where, where you can uh, enter your pledge and really appreciate everybody uh, who has already pledged and helped us. Uh, we're gonna Next episode, we're going to read a huge list of names for, of those that uh, have given us a pledge. So thank you very much for your, uh, all of your continued support. And another thing, too, we've got also still have our, our Redbubble shop running. We've got all sorts of... Uh, different types and t-shirts and everything as we've talked about so uh if you'd uh, like to support us that way that would be fantastic as well so you can check out uh, some of the new designs i think we're going to have coming up soon we'll announce those on the next podcast but if you're interested looking at the the different things we have the hydrolator stickers we've got uh um uh, the, the retro disney world logo and and uh, the best-selling electrical water pageant uh serpent shirt which still keeps selling uh, yep. and, every and, week. And you should know that a few of our designs have been retired, so you should hurry over to that shop and uh, snatch something up if you want it before it That's goes right. away forever. That's right, because some of them are gone, and that is in it. Vault. So, so if you're interested in taking a look at those and uh, getting some of those, it's retrodisneyworld.com forward slash support us. Um, and again, thank you to all those who have uh, purchased some of the shirts and other merchandise in the past. Um, I think that's uh, about wraps up this uh, really short episode. As always, we appreciate everybody uh, who listens in each month. Um, this is kind of a little teaser and, and giving you an idea of what's coming on RetroCon or the other things we've got cooking here at, uh, at Retro Disney World. Um, as always, thank you so much for all of your listener mail that comes in. Thank you so much for, for giving us a review on iTunes. Uh, it's, the response has been absolutely fantastic. Um, so with that said, uh, JT, Brian, how anything else to close out with? No, we hope to see you this weekend and hope yeah. to have you with us. Sounds good. Well, again, thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you in about two weeks on the next episode. And uh, with that, Brian, take us out. Follow Todd McCartney and Retro Disney World on Twitter and Instagram at RetroWDW. On Facebook at Retro Disney World. And for all things Retro Disney World, including exclusive merchandise, visit us on the web at RetroDisneyWorld.com. On Twitter, follow our hosts, Hal Bowers, at GoAwayGreen. For JT Couser at Hoagie's Garage. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook, at Brian P. Miles. And now, as long as you're all standing, we have a wonderful magic trick for you. Yeah, a Wonderbar trick. Everybody face the door. And the trick is, we're going to make you all disappear. 